Welcome to Women Travel. My name is Morgan, and with me today is Diana DeJesus. I'm Hi. excited to have you. I'm excited to be here. <laughs> <laughs> you have such an incredible energy, and I'm wondering, first of all, how have you been? How's what did you do for New Year's? Well, I stayed here in Boise. Um, I explored downtown. So my brother and his girlfriend moved back to Boise. He lived here with me, so I spent time with him, with my friends. It was really mellow down here. Did you do any of the activities that are on your um, your my own Boise list? Bucket list? Yeah. <laughs> for yeah. The, December I did. I absolutely okay. did like Botanical Gardens and Egyptian Theater. Mm-hmm. So I've done things on my list this past this, this past holiday season. Yep. Now it's time to do winter activities. That's next. This That's stage. coming up? Yes. Okay. And I got to say the one thing that blew me away, yeah, over the last month was the reindeer farm. That's Isn't that cool? Yeah, that was That's why I love my pages. He reached out to me, Corbin, and mm-hmm. um, I don't know, he was even in this I've seen him on TV, funny enough. Yeah. I've seen him. Didn't even know he's from Idaho. <laughs> so going to the reindeer farm was really cool because yeah. not many people knew about it. And that's what I mean by bucket list worthy is like, where would you have seen a reindeer live and in person? Aside from TV, like the whole cartoonish, but yeah. Without yeah. having to fly outside of the States. Fly I can't outside really, of the state. Yeah. yeah. And his, yeah, it was really cool to do that with him and his wife. We're going to start with the Boise bucket list and okay. then we're going to kind of like slowly Just slowly transition. Transition. Okay. Oh, oh no. <laughs> Can you describe what the Boise bucket list is? Sure. So it started off well, conceptually, I want it. I wanted it to be. I explore my own city. I am a firm believer in bucket list lifestyle. Trying something new doesn't have to be grand. Like some people wait till that one moment. For me, it's everyday things: new cup of coffee, new movie, things like that. So when I moved to Boise in 2016, I was no longer in law school, so I had the space to explore. As opposed to, I didn't have time when I was in school. Right. So I knew when I moved here, I want to explore Boise. So my brother was like. Just call it Boise Bucket List. So he came up with the actual name. Um, and then from there, I documented living here. And that resulted in businesses starting to see that. And then yeah. it led to me having events. So I've done this in different environments, like college, law school. I've done it that way. But now I brought it to the city, which I didn't anticipate. So Boise Bucket List now is more of a resource. So I like to do guides for people. Mm-hmm. Not only for cho- for those who want to move here. This is more catered to those that actually live here and want to encourage them to explore their own city. Okay. Yeah, I didn't do this in Florida, which is where I'm originally from at all. I took it for granted that I lived in Florida. So when yeah. I moved to Maine and then to here, I made every effort to explore. So that means yeah. I just do research every day, see what's going on, and then I share it with my audience. Nice. Is yeah. there Was there a big difference going from Maine to, like, that's a kind of... Not perfectly East Coast, West Coast, but mm-hmm. pretty close to it. You know what's interesting is um, Mainers and Idahoans are almost a s- very similar, I should say. Both of them need better names. Yeah. Mainers, <laughs> they like that. They like okay. that term. And they like Maina is like A-H because the accent. But they love their own state. Mainers. Mainers, yes. Okay. They love their state, which is why Idahoans are. Mm-hmm. And they support within their own state, which mm-hmm. I'm a fan of. Yeah. Uh, Florida was more a transplant type, and that was the culture. So Maine is a vast state, very large, like wide, just like Idaho. Mm-hmm. And um, similar city names. Like there's a Lewis in Idaho, there's a Lewis in Maine. That oh, was, yeah. That. There's some cities that are 
same name. Mm-hmm. And the culture, too. They're very outdoorsy because they have similar lifestyle. You know, winter is harsher over there, mm-hmm. obviously. Probably a lot more storms. <laughs> a lot more storms. Maybe northern Maine and northern Idaho are similar, probably for the, their snowstorms. Mm-hmm. But it was hard to go from Florida to Maine. Maine to Idaho wasn't... I'm just not used to the... And there's no ocean, so that's the hardest yeah. transition. Do you ever have to, like, just go out to... Um, I haven't Oregon? gone to... or I have to go see water somehow. So yeah. sometimes I go to Lucky Peak. It's like, oh, look, water. <laughs> um, but in Maine, that. it was a lot of water access, which I mm-hmm. do miss for the yeah. most part. I do... I like the river, though. Mm-hmm. That really helps. Oh, you had mentioned transient people, and I was wondering, do you get that vibe in Boise, or... Are you just saying it's more amplified in Florida? I think it's more amplified in Florida. More people, and it's known to be a retiree state. So you're going to have people from other states who transplant down there. Got it. And now with Boise growing, um, I do see an increase, personally, in three years of more of the transient. But they're still acclimating to the Boise culture. South Florida, where I'm from, doesn't really have... It has a culture, but it's not as refined and defined like it is here Mm -hmm. in Boise like you know what the culture is support local Boise kind type of feel uh nine to five is their lifestyle they have weekends to themselves that's not Florida lifestyle is like a little more faster pace right Um, so there are there are other states I've lived in where it's definitely like anyone could be working at any time any time social groups are just kind of defined by that right where it's I've met very few people who don't have something like a nine to five or like a very a much more structured mm-hmm. life it right. almost feels like it does yeah and i'm around those who are so i work at the law school here in downtown boise and the culture is for lawyers billable hours you know very driven in that sense or a little more too committed to their to their career which i understand mm. but at least here even if they're our professionals, they still have that balance of, I'm going to take Friday off to go camping. Like, that's mm-hmm. real here. Like, it's, I'm just taken aback by how that's an actual culture. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> it's huge for me. Yeah. That's what makes Boise, and even statewide, mm-hmm. uh, this the state attractive is you need to have balance as a human. Yeah. And you have it here. So, so are you kind of... Um, it seems to me that you're more open to people coming from other states and mm-hmm. like, hey, join join the culture mm-hmm. rather than um, like bringing their own right perspective on what Idaho should be. Right. I think that's a delicate line. I think yeah. that with growth, you want to entertain new ideas. Right. But I also know, don't assert them in a way that you know it's best. I think that understand the culture here and and Boiseans support that's why Boise Buglers grew they support the idea of showcasing not all not all most <laughs> I do have some of those DMs sometimes but overall <laughs> it's more of if you have new ideas like the, the foodie scene mm-hmm. that's an example of yes you want influence mm-hmm. from other states of those who have expertise in starting a business and flourishing adding to downtown um you do want individuals who add some entertainment value to downtown boise that's through people who seen it in other cities and they brought it here i feel that's appropriate but to assert certain behaviors like tailgating or honking aggressively that's the other side of culturally you don't have to bring that here right you know i think growth means positive energy mm-hmm. negative side is well Idahoans are like that so I'm just going to change that then that's not the purpose of growth it's through positive right view lens 
it makes me think of um, there's there's a lot of encouragement to work through any problems that you happen to bring here mm-hmm. and to reach a more positive outcome right specifically in the Boise area I right. get that feeling and that encouragement almost yes and I feel with the recent election with the mayor mm-hmm. is there is this what's the mayor's is, name by the way so mayor-elect is um, Laura McLean and through that, there is this space to recognize the natives. You don't want to disregard those who were born and raised here who are feeling this shift of things right. that they had when they were growing up. And then the growth and the influx of those who want a better life moving here. So I think that the city of Boise does have this space to bring parties together. And yes, compromise. Let's have conversations. Yeah. Let's see what's like, what's the best resolution for all parties you won't satisfy everyone but at least have a seat at the table to discuss it is what Mm -hmm. that's the vital space is right now in this community that is yeah Mm -hmm. that's really cool and i'm appreciating that especially as a recent movie yes (laughs) yes gosh okay so i know this is more of a travel podcast but i have two more locally based questions and then we're going to expand out i promise now what brought you to boise in the first place my brother lived in utah and he went to visit boise three, four times to host events here. Mm-hmm. This was in 2015. So I was in the transition of leaving Boise, uh, Maine because of relationship. So when it came time to fully leave Maine and look for jobs, he's like, you should look at Boise. And I'm like, Idaho? That's like not on my radar. There for like a variety. I was like, yeah. what? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I knew a little bit about Utah. However, the, the photos that he showed me, which was downtown Boise, I did my research. And with all the accolades Boise has earned, that speaks to my lifestyle, walkable downtown, active lifestyle, great for families. I look for jobs in Boise, particularly higher ed. So University of Idaho was hiring and in the College of Law in Boise. I was like, what? <laughs> so I applied. So you I don't got, have to go I, to Moscow. <laughs> yeah, I was like, uh. So I applied. I got the, I flew out. I got the job. And I felt the difference from flying from Atlanta where my parents live and flying here. I was like, wow, this is an incredible feeling. And I came mm-hmm. in August. People were very welcoming, very kind. People don't like that word, Boise kind. But when you're from a state that kind isn't, it's, in, it's within Mm. Nice is that fake yeah. social construct. Kind is you feel its warmth. There's the authenticity to it. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. So the job brought me here. My brother relocated with me. He was here for a year and a half. Now he's back. He left and came back. But the job brought me here. Yeah. New stage in my career. So the job brought you here. Yes. And as a single woman, were there any obstacles that you've overcome that maybe you have some advice about? Moving here, depending on where you're moving from, mm-hmm. the culture here is extremely family-oriented. When I say extremely there's individuals who are married very young. So as a single woman in her, you know, early 30s and being a professional, you have to overcome the, hey, you're not married yet? You don't have kids? It's the, they don't mean to single shame, but mm-hmm. it is an emphasis on those type of questions, which the reason why I notice it is because I wasn't asked those before. Right. Unless family members, of course, who are curious, but not someone I met and that's like the third, fourth question. <laughs> So yeah, that's a wild one. It's okay. very wild. Uh, of it's like the not single shaming, but it's more like, well, you have plenty of time. I'm like, no, I don't. I'm doing other things in my time. I may not be doing what you are, but it's still time that I have to assert to other side hustles. It's like a, it's a. You kind of feel pressure to have a certain priority or a right. couple of priorities. Like, yes, that I personally don't have as priorities at all. Right. But, uh, so. 
and and also the dating scene is different. Mm-hmm. Again, if you're coming from like Missoula, Montana, more mid-sized cities, you might not see the difference. Missoula is very liberal. <laughs> to clarify, yeah, yeah. yes, and that's and the, yeah, it's because of school too. Like Missoula, if you're moving mm-hmm. from a mid-sized to small yeah. city, Boise might seem like oh, that's. But if you're moving from a place that has a million in your in your own little area, you're not gonna you're gonna see the same person. You're gonna have two degrees separation as opposed to six, seven. Yeah. Diff- okay. Diff- diff- so be prepared for that too, because you want to lead by a great. Lead by a great. You know, just have be yourself, be authentic, but don't be that one person who is just not friendly and. Yeah, so that's what I noticed. Two degree separation. Now, Boise Buckleus yeah. is, I think, I swear to God, it's one. It's like, oh. <laughs> you just know everyone. <laughs> I feel like I know someone who knows someone. It's like, oh, okay. Aw, uh, you're my first, like, real local celebrity. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Don't like that. <laughs> but thanks. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, what motivated you to start the bucket list? Uh, it was about newness, right? Uh, yeah, newness. Um, because when I do my research for Boise Buckleus, I want to do the same things. Like, I don't want to share, share it just because oh this is cool no I want to go to trivia I'm a very because um, you're interested in I'm interested it. in yeah. it okay but I, I broadened what I report on or what I share because there's different things to highlight so I brought in my my weekly emails to, of activities but things that I want to do I'm a very adventurous driven person so mm-hmm. is my brother so that means I like to do things all the time <laughs> my parents don't get it <laughs> but I've been like this since I was in college. I have always been yep. this type to be like, what's going on? What new event's happening? And I like those things. I'm community-driven, focused, and I like to know what's happening within my own community. I love that. Yeah. I, I totally relate because sometimes I'll have days where I'm like, I haven't done anything. And then my roommate will be like, but you did all of this stuff today. I'm like, yeah, it's not enough. I know. It's, it's like, like, what's going on? And one day I've done salsa dancing. I went to a drag show. And then I went to late night happy hour. That sounds like, great. That's what you can experience yeah. in the city. But not. But what happens is people are just so used to the highly popular things. Like, oh, what's happening? Just yeah, downtown Boise, and maybe that one place that has cheap drinks. No, let's go to the layer, the different layers and say the trivia night. There's like 10 different trivia nights on Tuesday, 10 to 15 on Wednesday, open mic night on a Monday. There's a poetry slam. There's a puns game, uh, tournament. You just have to go within the weeds to find it. Yeah, so you got to dig a bit more. Dig a little bit more. Yeah. News, local newspapers showcase it. Websites have it. But Boise Buckleus, I wanted to just create my own space so people can find out what's going on. That's not the same old. Like, right. there's a lot of same old stuff. Here, there's a lot of different stuff to do. So you travel a lot locally. Have you had any lasting experiences? Zip lining. I've done that for the first time here in Idaho. Where in Idaho? That is in um, Horse... Horseshoe? Yes. Horseshoe Bend. Bend. There we yes, go. Yeah. So it's really... It's called Zip Idaho, and that was thrilling. That put me outside my comfort zone for sure. Yeah. Do you have a heights thing? Yeah, there was one part where you push yourself back backwards... And I was just like, I had to do a countdown. That yeah. was, it was liberating and free after that. But that represents life metaphorically, too. It's just like you hesitate. And then once you let go. So that was incredible. Whitewater rafting I've done here. I've done it in Maine. But here it was amazing. So mm-hmm. those are our memories that live with me. And then mm-hmm. going snow tubing for the first time in Idaho. I went to Bogus Basin. So nice. yeah, those are fun. Do you ski or snowboard? I'm going to take lessons. Uh, I was hesitant. Uh, snowboard at first. Yeah, it's a little daring. Okay. It's a little daring. Yeah. It's a little bold. daring. It's a little bold. <laughs> so my friend group, someone's responsible to plan something. And every week I send a text message like, hey, 
is what's going on this week. Okay. So that way we all go out. That's awesome. You know, Bogus has that $300 flat fee. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's an investment that's worth it. Because I'm not a winter sports person because I'm terrified of not knowing what to do um, and getting injured. But that's yeah. I had a really interesting conversation last night with a friend who wants to start a company um, teaching it, just people who don't know the outdoors more how to do it and we're going over like why someone would sign up for a program that does that how much they would pay those kind of questions and a lot of it like my answer was like i want to know i'm doing something right from beginning to end where to go shopping i just i needed to bring it to a level of like my friend who's an idahoan where i get ski pants Mm -hmm. she has no clue where to get them and i if he just if your friend creates this business like you're gonna kill it yeah yeah kill it like fly fishing yep i want to be taught from beginning to end how to do it mm-hmm. um camping beginning to end camping's a big Where one to go where shopping. i want to get better at backpacking and i don't want to have to spend like a thousand dollars at rei and look like a fool exactly and now anybody has that one friend that's from idaho or outdoorsy to do it so the the big thing the reason uh that he started thinking about this idea was because i was complaining over breakfast about how um, you either have to hitch your, you know, hitch yourself to a tolerable male who knows what he's doing. Yeah. Or, um, you know, wait around until someone asks you because I can't like spearhead a backpacking trip. I Absolutely feel not. I do not have the, co- like the self, not, it's not a lack of self-confidence, but like competence to spearhead okay. that. Let's be honest. It is a learning process. Yeah. Like it is yeah. the same way when you go to Florida and you want to wakeboard. It's the same thing. Like, what do you buy? What do you shop? What kind of... Those type of questions. Um, totally. And they have lessons and there's like no shame in wanting to get a lesson to do that. Yeah. Here it's a bit more, you should already know this. You should already know how to do this. Like, What have been some of your biggest challenges uh, with the Boise Bucket List and Idahoans or any attitudes? Sure. So I like to, le- I'd, I like, first I like to say that my page, I like to highlight the positive. If I have a negative experience, you won't ever see that. Why? Because that can be resolved offline it doesn't have to be in that forum at all it's like a conflict of interest almost yeah like if i had a challenge if i had an experience at a a restaurant benefit the doubts given and i like to talk one-on-one with the business owner or the hostess it Mm -hmm. doesn't need to be oh i had a terrible no that's just not what social media to me is about um at least my page that's what yelps for yeah (laughs) unfortunately that's what yelps reputation is when someone's angry they vent like it's not a positive space and i don't Love Yelp for the events that they host, but no, not for the, you know. For me, the most contentious point I had was when I posted about a hot spring. I didn't didn't geotag it, Mm -hmm. which I know about those. um, There's a ethics policy about, it's a suggested policy. Uh, If you do go to a nature center, a a natural spring or whatnot, don't geotag. Which is not a law. It's a... Can you define geotagging for me? So, on Instagram, you can put where you are in, like, ad location. Right. People don't like it when you when you state where you physically are. Like, if you're at the Craters of the Moon, just mm-hmm. don't geotag Craters of the Moon. Geotag Idaho. That's... So, that's... I'm very confused right now. <laughs> they don't want to know... They don't want to drive people to that location. Now, 
Okay. You give me that's the confused thing, right? Yeah. I was confused when I posted this hot spring that is five hours north and you have to snowshoe to get there. Someone tagged me. I thought it was a beautiful photo. I'm gonna talk about hot springs. That's a winter activity. I got direct messages. There were hateful comments in my post about I should not post about this. This is not for public use. I'm an idiot. I got in my DMs now. So you got personally attacked. I got as personally well. attacked. So that's I don't mind if there's a little, little heated conversation in my in my right. comments because I want different people to comment. But it was a personal attack on me, even to the point where I got a message from someone who I went to his page and he had a photo of beer in his hand at a hot spring. So the hypocrisy was very deep. I had no problem DMing him his hypocrisy. Mm -hmm. I got a personal apology via email because I knew who he was. I knew what he said. Mm -hmm. I like to be informed. When I ask people, what rules are you talking about? That's not a visit Idaho rule. That's not a state Idaho rule. What are you referring to? Well, I was like, that's not a law that I've It's not a law. It's a guide or a policy. Like, if you are outdoors, these are things you should be mindful of. Be mindful of social media use. However, what I what I appreciate about that moment, the silver lining, mm-hmm. is it did result in locals and natives to say, that's exclusive. Meaning, oh, I own public land. You don't own public land. Public land is public land. Meaning, people from out of state who never seen a hot spring, let them celebrate that by showing it on Instagram or on Facebook. Let them show that. So, there's some good conversations from that but when I got personally attacked that was when the line was drawn and I yeah. had no problem DMing and blocking people um, one apologized later but others I didn't even bother to entertain just got blocked from my page yeah. I have no problem blocking people who share negative thoughts and there's not much you can reason with there there's no reason it's, like it's if yeah. you hate people coming to Idaho and ruining your hot springs there's a lot of people who are local were like no hot springs have been ruined by natives who don't who take them for granted so they just want to push it on these transplants who come here and drink beer I would never bring steel rocks or why would you do that I like littering's the one that like is crazy to me yeah Um, it's the littering yeah people have been so you referenced Missoula earlier and it's like there's one site that's absolutely beautiful but it's been littered in for like decades and it's been cleaned up and there's been you know big cleanup movements but still locals have littered there that wasn't other people right you know anyone can be a jerk anyone so the policy is leave no trace right so that's the policy i meant to say and part of that are six guides like by principles mm-hmm. one of them is social media not the only one of them but one particularly is don't litter so i use that opportunity to educate what's funny is that when i educated mm-hmm. i got nothing no <laughs> when i flipped <laughs> no it and said response. okay no real response but people appreciated when i did a blog post about those six principles of new no trace um so i don't like people who just dm me and i said where are the principles can you give me where's the website that's your job. The person was so... I was like, okay, <laughs> you have to understand that I went to law school and I love information, so right. educate me. When I ask you to educate me and you don't, and you want to be upset about it, that's not being community-based. Diana, you're just like high road central right yeah, now. I'm like, like... I fucking love it. You know, like, <laughs> stop. Once I did yeah. the research, I said, oh, okay. I read it, I interpreted it, and I wanted to synthesize it in a way that everyone can read it and say, oh, okay, I know what that means. It's a policy right. that you should just be a good human when you go to see nature. Why would you litter? That should not be a principle. They should already know that. Anyway, that was the most contentious point. 
I had, oh, and I got DMs like, stop showing our city. That's what I got. And I'm like, you're on social media. You're on Instagram <laughs> messaging me about not showing your you're city. You're making it look good. Yeah, like, you should have heard the, yeah. oh, you broadcasting this hot spring is like dumping a two tour bus of people. I'm like, no. <laughs> but Dude, if you yeah. give me that power, if you view it that way, okay. But a hot spring five hours away is not the same as me showcasing a local business here that people probably would physically go to. It was a good learning moment. Yeah, do you think you actually have that much of an impact? I've seen impacts with the kind of events I host, mm-hmm. but I can't measure that. Like I, when I can post about a new coffee shop, and yes... Some people have gone to that coffee shop and they tell them, the owners or whoever, I saw it on your page, but I don't get that. I don't ask for that. Like, hey, who's been to this because of me? But I can tell that when I do see people in public, they say that the page has helped them explore. So I'm hoping... But when I have events, sure, they sell out. So I see the impact of that. I don't know how much of an impact it has on local businesses. I hope a fair amount. If you move, do you think you would do the same thing? It takes a lot. I think Boise is great because it's community driven. So it wasn't hard to find these partners. If I were to move, which I probably won't, but if I were to, I would do something similar. But I would have to understand that it takes a lot of work to do. Mm -hmm. People get to realize that, like... They see the page and like, oh, wow, all these followers. Yeah, but I have to be in the community for them to trust me and collaborate with me. But I wouldn't mind doing this in other cities. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's universal, like the the legwork at the beginning? It is universal. I feel it's even harder now on social media because of the algor- these formulas. To, that makes it challenging for you to grow faster. It just mm. takes more work of engagement to have your posts or content in front of the, the appropriate eyes. So, right. yeah. Who is, do you have a target audience or? So, mine is the Treasure Valley. Mm-hmm. So, all the cities here, but primarily it's Boise. And within that, I do like to target locals. If a transplant, if someone's considering to move to Boise, I, ha- I help them mm-hmm. by having these resources. But mine is to galvanize this community to explore its every day. Its own. You do not have to travel to Portland. No, nothing's wrong with that. But is there a habit, like there's something better in another state for you to enjoy it? No, you can really enjoy your own city. And be proud of it. And be proud of it. Because that's what I think, that's the, what I've seen nationwide is people being proud of their own city because Mm -hmm. that's where you live so (laughs) if you hate your i can get if you were raised here and you wanted to leave and come back to see the world and see the other things i get that but when you come back there's this more strong sense of of pride i have no intention of going back to florida zero only to show like to travel and show it to my future kids like my kids when i have kids but i have no reason to move there it's not like this at all do you have any advice for people exploring locally i would check out resources like the Chamber of Commerce, the Visiting Bureau. Put yourself in social settings to meet others who are here. It's hard when you move here by yourself to where, who do you meet? Who is going to be your friends, your friend group? And also give yourself some time. I I was given the best advice. Like I think when you're in a city for a full three years, you'll start seeing your friend group solidify. Someone said three That's years. What I've heard, yeah. It's a three year and it is true. Oof. Not like a it's not like a oh my god, I'm not gonna have any friends. It's it took three years for me to have this solid group of people who have the same interests as me. But that takes me having friends and losing friends. It just takes this process. And then you get to know the ropes here in Boise or any city. But one, put yourself out there to meet people based off your interests. Do trivia night. Go by yourself in a way where you will meet people and then meetup.com it's not a plug but it's a great tool to join groups based off interest which makes 
the assimilation faster in any city. So I would do that. Join, yeah. do art, you know, classes and explore the things that are free in the city, the traditional things like First Thursday, Art Walk, all that stuff. And put yourself out there. A little out of your comfort zone will allow you to really have some get some positive feel about your city. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that what terrifies people is moving to a place where they're going to have any friends. You will. Just put yourself out there a little bit. Don't be work in an apartment or I'm working home. Like, you can't right. do that. You're not going to have a good transition. <laughs> I don't know if you've read uh, Aziz Ansari's Modern Love, that book. No, but um, it's not a TV show? No, that's Master of None. Oh, uh, okay. The book is Modern Love, and he actually talks to sociologists about, you know, relationships and that kind of stuff. And there were people, yeah, the people who volunteered, the people who went out yes. and did the things they were interested in, yeah, had a really good friend group. And then the people who didn't do as much or relied on the internet didn't uh, find relationships. Wow. <laughs> I'm not but, mocking that, but it's true. Yeah, it's much harder to find someone that you're going to, um, more, like, morally relate with. In my opinion, if you were just you get, going to bars and using the internet. The older you get, it's. I feel it's more about the moral connection, emotional connection, having shared values. When you're younger and you're dating, sometimes it's about physical, which I hate that, but it is sometimes driven yes. by that. When you're yeah. 21, you're in college, it's like, oh, look, and you're you my boyfriend. Admit, I get it. You got to admit that the physical, is. you can't just ignore it. Like, it has to be there. <laughs> I've tried. I can't, right, I can't right, ignore right. it. <laughs> it can't. You have to have a spark. You have to have yeah. an attraction. Mm-hmm. And that is part of it. But it can definitely get deeper with a mental attraction, mm-hmm. emotional attraction, just and then having somebody who understands. That's a big one. Yeah. Like, I'm a firm believer in love language. Mm-hmm. I need someone to speak mine or understand what mine is and make a concerted effort. Yeah. I'm going to read this book, Modern Love. Okay, it's going to be part of my friend group book. It's pretty club. good. Okay. Oh, yeah, that'd be a fun one. Yeah, it's pretty a good one. Okay. Okay, can you describe your friend group book club real quick? So, my little friend groups, I'm the one that spearheads all these things. I'm like, once a month, we're going to read a book and then we're going to talk about it over wine at someone's house. Mm, I and love then we're going to bring potluck type of style appetizers and talk about it i'm gonna have a game night every month like i believe in having traditions that mean look something to look forward to and i want you to be you as in my friends just if you have a book club it broadens your mindset and you evolve from that too and these are these are more like self and self self like um self-help or more uh personal development like i read a book called attached that helps you understand your your style of attachment and relationships. Ooh, yeah, I'm going to have to write that one down. Yeah, that blew my mind. I was like, okay, that needs to be worked on. Um, more, yeah, personal development, personal growth. Yeah. Particularly about relationships. I find relationships very fascinating. Friendships, relationships, romantic ones, ones with your parents and your siblings. I find all of that. Isn't it crazy how you get older and friendships become more complex? And Com- Because of the... St- yeah. Harder to define, like, where where the boundaries are. You just know them. You just know them. <laughs> and you have... And I believe in having moments of challenges with friendships. Like, I need to be able to resolve conflict with... For even my true friend, we have to have gone through an argument mm-hmm. and see how we resolved it. I've had very surface friendships. I mean, mm-hmm. never got into a fight. I need to go through it with my friends. And the friends I have now, <laughs> we've had a disagreement. We ha- there's a comfort... To mm-hmm. be respectful and say, this is how I feel. This is how you feel. How can we resolve this? If you can't do that with your friend, romantic. I used to have this this 
I guess, mantra that, like, if I dated someone who wasn't able to stand up to me, then I couldn't date them. Absolutely. Insane? <laughs> it I don't know. Is. Like, it's weird. It's I don't uncomfortable. Want co- it's-, it's uncomfortable. I want pushback. Yeah. Because I, and I, that's why I've been single for some time, is because if you start showing weakness in the beginning or they say things I want to hear or Mr. Suave, you're done. There's so pandering no... really bothers you. Yeah, yeah. And so this brings us to what's your future project? Well, my future project, one, is to release, to become an author oh. of things related to Boise. Cool. And um, working on that, providing more tools for the community to use to explore Boise. Because my weekly guides are great, but I think they want more substantive things to encourage them to explore like an app or more like a map my goal is an app so i'm gonna i'm doing the research to see how to create an app to that relates to boise buckalist or is fits my life the lifestyle that i want to project um more like books more like um notebooks um yes and then down the road is some type of tourism business that again relates to Boise bucket list. So that You're is really in the works. Oh like, yeah. So cool. Since I was one thing people I hope people can get is this isn't something that because it became popular I wanna do. No. I was a kid in college that did tours. I was orientation leader. Yeah. I was an ambassador. I was that person that was always about community. And in law school I did the same thing. I was president that gave me a platform to build my, my law school up. Mm-hmm. Now I'm in a community setting, so that's bigger, but social media allows me to do it in a broader scale as opposed to yeah. do human only. Like, this helps, but then I also need the human element. It's not um, organization-based. Right. You can do it for the I whole town. I can do it from the whole town. The so, whole state. I mean, that's the goal is I want to do things that make the city fun. So if someone wants to do, I want to bring people together to do excursions. If you want to go out water rafting, but you have nobody to go with, I planned an outing. Okay. One flat fee, yeah. we go. Yeah. So... That's what I see. I'm very passionate about it. I still mm-hmm. love where I work, but I still want, also want this side to grow. Right. Um, so that's then, the future. And then the other side that you t- talked about wanting to grow was the relationship side yes. of things. Yes. I'm putting myself out there. <laughs> <laughs> I've been here for three years. I've done So I've done this thing called Dating in the BOI, a blog post. That's what got Boise Buckless more personal, and people love those blogs. Like, those blogs, I talked about the date, the date, where I met them, and I gave them a certain name. Like, if they had Blue Shirt, I called them Mr. Blue Shirt. I didn't use their real name. I just called them Mr. Emerald City, so the guy from Seattle. That caused people to be very curious about dating because a lot of people are married here. There's a lot of people who are married here. So there's a lot of, like, almost voyeurism or, like... They were like, yes, they were, a little voy- <laughs> they were like, is that how it is? Because I, I didn't go too in-depth where I, I kept it PG as much as possible. Mm-hmm. But I did tell them, like, be mindful of these this behavior. It right. was just, like, ridiculous. So, yeah, relationship side, I'm going to be very intentional with it. Have a podcast about dating in the BOI. And then one day release a book about dating beautiful love stories. I do that every every February for the past three years. That's I do great. something called Love in the BOI, mm-hmm. and I feature love stories on my on my on my social media. That's great. Yeah, they're kind of fun. All different people don't meet for the most part traditional ways. You have some stories of like all types of stories. Like it's really cool to see. Well, uh, is there anything else that you want to make a shout out to or recommend today? A shout out to you Aww. for having this podcast. Yes. And I met you at 
again, putting yourself out there. I met you at a professional development day. Mm-hmm. And look mm-hmm. at that. We're here recording a podcast. So yeah. if you're moving to a new city, you should do exactly what you're doing. <laughs> Put yourself out there. Meet people and not be afraid to do that. So that's my last shout out. Thank you. That means a lot. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> Hey, thank you for listening to this episode of Women Travel. If you live in Boise or happen to be passing through, check out the Boise bucket list and learn the somewhat secret things that you can do here. If you liked what you heard, I'd appreciate it if you recommended this podcast to other people and maybe inspire them to follow their travel goals this 2020. And if you didn't like it, uh, I could definitely use some feedback. I'm on Instagram as Women Travel Podcast and on email at womentravel at gmail.com. Women is spelled with a Y. If you really like this podcast and want to support me, you can check out my Patreon at Women Travel Podcast. Again, thank you for listening, and my goal this year is to get an episode out every other week. So please subscribe so you can stay up to date, and feel free to contact me if you have anyone you think should be interviewed. Happy New Year, and happy travels!